Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or from my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, Joe Gamble, and Sheila Harry. C-ticket patrons, series inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, and Patty Wool. B-Ticket Patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, and Jeff and Paige Orton. And to the A-Ticket Patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelica Nablock, and the All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has the Jungle Cruise loading area. You can see a boat full of gas getting ready to leave the dock, cast members in their brightly colored tops, white pants, and captain's hats, and if you look closely, you can see the top of the Plaza Pavilion restaurant on the back side of the Tahitian Terrace. On the back it reads, Jungle Adventure Ahead. Leaving the Adventureland dock, a jungle riverboat heads on an exciting journey down the tropical rivers of the world into a panorama of jungle wonders in Disneyland. It's postmarked July 25, 1959, with a Los Angeles Buy the Easy Way, Buy U.S. Bonds on Payroll Savings, Cancel, and a three-cent Purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Thursday, July 23rd, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 58 and a low of 66. Park attendance that day was 31,240. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. Clem Ham of Chester, Illinois. It reads, Friday, July 24th. Dear Clem and Marie, thanks very much for the birthday cards. Have a party coming up at Estelle's Sunday, the day, the 26th. Three weeks of school gone, five to go. Work is strenuous but very well given, and very interesting. I'm playing on the weekends, Brother Bill. I chose this postcard because of the dual-purpose building shown in the background. Back on episode 128 of this podcast, Sent Over Our Fence, We looked at some of the transitions from land to land at Disneyland. Now let's look at some of the buildings that straddle two lands. The first one guests can see is the transition from the Jolly Holiday Bakery to Adventureland. If you look at the top of the building, you can see the the turn-of-the-century Main Street-style detail on the roof. You can also see the brown grass roof style of Adventureland peeking over the top. This building houses the kitchen for both the Jolly Holiday Bakery and the Tropical Hideaway. Even in years past, the building held the kitchens of Main Street's Plaza Pavilion and Adventureland's Tahitian Terrace. You can continue to see the border through the outdoor dining area of Jolly Holiday's white lattice work next to the brown wall of the Enchanted Tiki Room. Adventureland also shares a building with Frontierland. The building transitions from the Adventureland bathrooms to the Pioneer Mercantile. This transition happens with the Frontierland roof style bleeding over to the Adventureland half of the building, and the entrance to the men's room surrounded by a Frontierland-style log fence. You can see a distinctive line between the stucco Adventureland building and the wooden facade of the Frontierland store. 
The other end of the building has a mix and match transition from the utility door next to the Bengal barbecue to the New Orleans style of the Riverbell Terrace. There's one section of the building which has the New Orleans design and architecture, but the colors are much more vibrant. Although the colors are not present in the rest of Adventureland, you could consider them tropical. Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram, or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E N F I E L D. P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has the entrance to the Pirates of the Caribbean. You can also see the back streets of New Orleans Square, and if you look closely, you can see two different trash cans, as well as a sign for the one-of-a-kind shop antique store. On the back it reads, New Orleans Square Panorama. New Orleans Square, where the magic, flavor, and romance of the City of Enchantment live again in Disneyland. It's postmarked September 23, 1971, with an Anaheim cancel and a six-cent American flag over the White House and Washington Monument postage stamp. Scott number 1338. I assume they visit the park on Wednesday, September 22nd, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The weather was a high of 78 and a low of 63. It's addressed to Carter Brown of Rochester, New York. It reads, Hi, this is just like New Orleans. Everything is authentic, right down to the waterfront. Love, Jim. The building that serves the most dual purpose for theming starts at the outdoor dining around the Stage Door Cafe and continues to the Riverbell Terrace. As recently mentioned in episode 180 of this podcast, sent with a silver banjo, the Frontierland building were originally designed to have a southern or New Orleans feel. The area was commonly referenced as New Orleans Street in Frontierland. While there is a gap between the buildings of the Riverbell Terrace and the Stage Door Cafe, they are connected by a wall which continues with the Frontierland style with a door to the backstage area. This door is utilized mostly by the custodial staff and occasionally by Disney characters coming out to greet guests in Frontierland or New Orleans Square. The last transition building is the hallway that connects Frontierland to the Princess Fantasy Fair area of Fantasyland. The hallway starts with the bathrooms next to Rancho del Zocola and keeps the Frontierland theme with an advertisement mural painted directly on the dark wood wall. Then, as guests get closer to the Fantasyland end, there's a framed public notice board filled with wanted posters for Flynn Rider from Tangled and advertisements for Maurice's Street Cart and the Hunchback-inspired music box. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has a brick exterior wall with a mural of a painter dressed in all white holding a blue Benjamin Moore's paint bucket in one hand and a paintbrush in the other. It's not postmarked but was sent on February 15, 2023 with an Elkhorn Coral Forever postcard postage stamp. Scott number 5363. It reads 21523. 
Hi, Clocky. I hope you're doing well. I found this Benjamin Moore ghost sign in Nashville. I do want to come and hang out with you when Wide Open Walls has their festival. Let me know. Have a magical week, Jim. Thank you so much for the postcard, Jim. Jim is a friend of mine from Art Throwdown and is known as the Sticker Man. I was impressed because on the back of this postcard, there's an ice cream sticker, plus a star sticker, and a sticker with an image of the front of this postcard. Wide Open Walls is a mural preservation project of restoring and protecting murals in the region and hiring artists to create new murals on blank walls around my hometown. I know Jim is always looking for new and interesting wall murals. He takes photos of them and creates amazing postcards like this one from all of his travels and even while he's just out and about. Like with many of my friends, I learned about their hobbies and it opens my eyes to what's around me. Whenever I'm in a new town, I always look to see what amazing oversized art can be found on different walls in the city. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 